This is The Irrelevant, a podcast about finding the deeper meaning of seemingly useless information. I'm Rodrigo Nunez, and today's episode is Damn Dismantling. I don't know about you, but there's this unfamiliar feeling that's creeping back into my thoughts and feelings with each passing day. It's hope. This past year has truthfully been one of the most difficult and isolated years of my life. Now, I've always been a bit of an antisocial person, but the abruptness and the seeming permanency of the exile in my apartment for the past year has taken an absolute toll on me. But now it seems like things are getting better, right? Summer may actually be a thing, hopefully. It's all very odd to me. This whole year was just so sudden and permanent, rushed but totally life-altering. All of a sudden, I'm working from home and going online for everything and not eating out, despite that being my favorite thing to do ever, and getting all of this crap delivered, not driving anywhere. I mean, in the last year, I put gas two times. Two times for the whole year. And then I got used to it. And it seemed normal. And then a little bit after that, I realized that it really wasn't normal. But even though all of that wasn't normal, I had to do it. And then it just became the way things are. But it's not normal to avoid people, to never see anyone, to not go anywhere. I realize that, but it's also the way I've been living for the last year. And again, being totally honest, I'm not sure I know how to be normal again. There's a lot of questions I have of myself of whether or not I'll be able to handle it. And I'm not saying that life is normal now because it's not. I mean, nobody has a vaccine. Um, but whenever that happens, whenever we're back to normal, it's going to take some work to get out there and feel that way, right? It's going to take some dismantling of all the stuff I hastily and ill-advisedly built to cope with this past year because that's what I did. There was all this rapid change that I had to build strategies and attitudes and habits and coping mechanisms, and they're there now, and they're keeping me up and sane. But now, maybe they'll be more harmful than good. And you might think I'm weird, or that this has nothing to do with what I've been saying, but all of these thoughts made me think of the San Clemente Dam dismantling. So way back in 1921, the Monterrey Peninsula in California was growing. It was growing at a decent pace. I mean, it wasn't a boom by any means, but there were more people living there now than before. So Samuel Morse, founder of the Del Monte Properties Company, set out to dam the Carmel River, 20 miles off the coast where the river met the San Clemente Creek. So Del Monte invested $300,000 to build a 106-foot-tall arch concrete dam. In total, it took about 5,410 cubic meters of concrete to build the dam, and the reservoir it created had a storage capacity of 1,758,000 cubic meters of water. The dam also had a fish ladder because steelhead trout used the river as spawn grounds so the dam designer put in a fish ladder to help the migration pattern continue as it had for millennia. So, well done. And that's the story of the San Clemente Dam. 
Built in 1921 by a construction company that wanted to supply a growing population center with water, and they seemingly did it right. They used hardy materials, they put in a fish ladder, and yeah, job well done, right? Except, sediment quickly started building on the floor of the reservoir. And the fish ladder? It didn't really work. It was almost impassable on the way in, and on the way back, the fish had to survive a 100-foot drop so steelhead trout started dying off. By the 1940s, there was so much sediment built up that a larger dam had to be built upriver. Then, in 1991, the California Department of Water Resources issued a warning of potential dam failure because of the buildup of sediment and the fact that the dam was built on a fault line. So millions of cubic meters of water and sediment were literally one earthquake away from being unleashed on the Monterrey Peninsula. By 2008, there were 1,640,000 cubic meters of sediment built up, leaving the dam with a storage capacity of only 86,000 cubic meters. 86K from an original design of 1,758,000 thousand cubic meters. Just think of how much sediment there was. This thing was pretty much useless. The San Clemente Dam was an utter and absolute failure. It was a short-sighted plan. It was a project that was ill-conceived without consideration for the longevity of the area or the health of the area. Sure, it was fine for the houses in 1920, but not even 20 years later, it was useless. And now, in the 21st century, it posed a considerable risk to the people of the Monterrey Peninsula and almost killed off the entire steelhead trout population of the area. That may sound like an exaggeration, but seriously, by 2013, the trout run was only 249 fish, when normally it's in the hundreds of thousands of fish. So, what could the state do? And this is where things get really cool. So the first plan was to just add more concrete to the thing, reinforce it so that it can't break, and California and California would have another useless dam, and the steelhead trout would die, and all that sediment would eventually fill everything up, and then who cares, right? Just kick the can down the road. This plan cost $49 million. The second plan was way more ambitious. It was to remove the dam. Now, that sounds simple, but remember, there's millions of cubic meters of sediment there and all that water and all that concrete. So in order to do so, they'd have to reroute the Carmel River away from the dam site so that the sediment could be dug up and moved somewhere else and the dam could be deconstructed or dismantled. And I say dismantled because there was no dynamite. There was no dramatic blowing up of the dam. Instead, six excavators and a couple of pneumatic hammers took that thing down little by little, row by row, kind of like eating an elote. It took three years, and it cost $84 million. Now, part of that cost came not just in rerouting the river and moving all the silt and sediment and tearing down the dam, but also in reconstructing the riverbed with cascading pools, which would be trout-friendly, and, and just treating it like an actual river. So this deconstruction project was also a construction project. It was addition by subtraction. And Camwater put videos of the project on their YouTube 
and I'm going to put them in the show notes. And the footage for this project really is amazing, both of the teardown and of the new riverbed. It really was a huge undertaking, but at the end, what resulted was a new river. The Carmel River was flowing free again, and steelhead trout would be able to swim back up and spawn and hopefully recover, and the people of the Monterrey Peninsula were no longer in peril of millions of cubic meters of silt and water being unleashed on them. It really was an unconventional project. Rather than just kicking the can down the road or blowing the thing up, instead they put some thought into it, rerouted the river, dismantled the dam, rebuilt the riverbed, and then let the river flow as it had for hundreds of thousands of years before we even came along. In her book, How to Do Nothing, Resisting the Attention Economy, Jenny O'Dell talks about this dam dismantling and says the following, quote, our idea of progress is so bound up with the idea of putting something new in the world that it can feel counterintuitive to equate progress with destruction, removal, and remediation. But this seeming contradiction actually points to a deeper contradiction of destruction dreamed as construction, end quote. Which brings me to this past year. I feel like so many of us had a sort of metaphorical dam construction in our lives. We have new habits, new ways to cope, ways to communicate, to work, that all seem to be functioning perfectly well now. Because much like a dam being built on a river, at first the shock to the system is significant, but then stuff gets acclimated. And it seems like everything is okay. But what you don't notice is that as soon as the dam was built, the sediment started collecting and the trout started dying off. What is good and seemingly necessary in the immediate, in the long term, could end up being useless at best and dangerous at worst. I see it in myself because, again, it's not normal to live the way I've been living and I'm going to have to dismantle it. For example, it's not normal to always be around work, to think it's fine that work never leaves my mind. It never was normal, but this whole pandemic change made it seem like it's okay, and it's really not. I already feel it, and I'm going to have to dismantle it. And again, I keep thinking of the San Clemente Dam dismantling because undoing it took almost as long as doing it. Whereas a standard dynamite demolition would be done in weeks, this project took years because the organizers were careful and were being thoughtful. The adjustment to this pandemic lifestyle wasn't immediate, so the adjustment to it post-pandemic won't be immediate, and that's okay. And I want to touch a little on what Jenny O'Dell said because this whole project is really construction by destruction. And... We have to be okay with that. We have to be okay with removing things that we saw as keeping us safe. We have to be okay with removing things that we saw as making us productive because they're just simply not sustainable.
And I think that's what I want to say here as much to you listening as I'm saying it to myself. You don't have to keep being as productive as you're being. You can stop being afraid that you'll lose your job and be out on the street because no one is hiring. I think, I think we're going to make it out of this. And I think right now, it's time to start analyzing and looking at where that metaphorical sediment is building up before it becomes untenable and then start dismantling it slowly for the long run, for the rest of our days. And it's going to take a while because it needs to. It must be done carefully, thoughtfully. But the good news is, I think we're going to make it. it for this week's episode of the irrelevant thank you so much for listening thanks for sticking around um i hope you enjoyed this if you like this episode share it with a friend um and yeah let's let's hope we get out of this safe and sound and that we are eating out again sometime soon before the end of the year and that we can handle it um but yeah thanks very much for listening and as always or4 did nothing wrong This is the Irrelevant Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.